Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to your team news ahead of game week 18. Neil, twice in one week, you and I combined forces. Lovely, what a treat. Yeah, what a, what a treat for everyone. Um, it's a lot shorter this one, of course, because there's only yep. there's only 10 teams to get through. 10 teams um, to get through, um, five fixtures. Yeah, we'll be done yeah. Be done nice and nice and quick. Uh, we've got a bit of a, a, a bit at the end, which is kind of just going through the COVID situation for the clubs, obviously with all the games um being sort of called off also just want to point people over to the fantasy football scout website as well if you look at the team news tab there's a covid watch section uh which neil and tom are keeping updated as soon as we get any new information um about the covid status of various clubs and players so the link's in the description to this and head over and yeah keep checking that because that's where the most up-to-date information um is right let's go straight into it then so we've got the early game so neil we should know if this game is going to go ahead by the deadline, right? Villa v Burnley. Yeah. Nope, he's frozen. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got we got short notice on on Burnley. Let me try and move my laptop. I don't know why. It's, I, I yeah, it just started to go very very. <laughs> it's poignant. It's poignant, isn't it, to, to all the chaos? Yeah. We, we haven't had any problems on on any no. stream until until this one. It's. Typical. <laughs> I'm in exactly the same place as I always am as well. I don't know why it suddenly decided to do this. Am I any better now? Yeah, you seem fine now. Am I? Okay. I'll start again. Yeah, so, um, of course, Burnley v Watford in game week uh, 17 was called off at very, very short notice. But even even that, two and a half hours would be enough for us to know ahead of Saturday's deadline if that was reproduced again. So, yeah, mm. that's the early kickoff. Three o'clock, Aston Villa v Burnley. Deadline's at half one, so yeah, barring any absolutely ridiculous circumstances, we should know. And that's why a lot of people are targeting uh, not just Villa players for, for transfers, but I think for vice-captaincy as well, because that guarantees you absolutely um, one playing captain. You know, if, if the worst happens on the Sunday matches with the likes of Liverpool and Man City, and there is a risk of that and of, of varying levels, um, then it's, it's probably the, the safe move. Uh, to do that so i'm sure the likes of watkins and cash will be be getting many yep. transfers in uh this week so yeah i'll, I'll segue straight into the team news for villa um gerard's come out and and, and given us a clear-cut update which is good so we know that um the camber bailey and Traore are the injuries they're all still out the camera's going to be out for 12 to 16 weeks wow uh, after having after having surgery yeah and that's a big blow for them because he's been doing so well as he, well Such shame. he was like, a player reborn he was um he was excellent in a, in a way though that's good for um for ramsey owners i've just talked to tom about this he's a villa fan 
um, because although he's not a, a replacement for uh, Nakamba, Douglas Louise moves into the sort of six role, number six role, which lessens the competition for Ramsey in, in midfield. So um, he is still, I think, 4.5. He might have gone mm. up after his goal. I'm not, not entirely sure. Um, but he's, he's obviously a, um, maybe now the pick of the budget midfielders. And that's not just off the back of his goal. That's obviously off the back of the injuries as well. 4.5. Um, yeah, 4.5 still. So, yeah, still plenty of time to get on him. Uh, Ashley Young's 50-50 for this one as well. We're not entirely sure what the problem is there. Three other players who are ruled out. Um, Sanson. Um, hang on a second. I've lost this. Sanson, uh, Davis and El Ghazi. They all missed Tuesday's match. And... Although it hasn't been officially confirmed that they've got COVID, Gerard has, you know, announced that Villa have got players affected by coronavirus. Yep. So in the light of any, you know, in the absence of any other information, we assume it's it's those three who've come down with it because they are missing for this weekend as well. So yeah, six red flags, one orange flag on Ashley Young was 50-50, but nothing else. So um, you know, Nothing else on on Watkins or or Cash or you know the the chief targets mm. and Gerard hasn't revealed any more uh, positive test results. Although they will be daily, um, at all the clubs around the country they'll be having daily tests. So there's always a chance that something can change. So keep your eyes peeled uh, until half one tomorrow afternoon. One one question on Villa. Um, Danny Ings played a few minutes yeah. last couple of games, but I mean he's the alternative, isn't he, to Watkins? up front is any reckon he comes back in he might do yeah i've still yet to finalize the team predictions but um obviously with young being out and ramsey needed back in central midfield because ramsey had been playing as one of the tens as well of late um there's a possibility that ings comes in and watkins moves to one of the sort of support and striker roles like with buendia um which has happened i think once under under gerard and, and as I say, Ings has been coming on as a sub in a couple of games as well, and that's what's happened. What can be moving out of there? They haven't. Um, Villa fans who I've sort of spoken to or, or read about have said that they haven't really got a great link up yet, Watkins and Ings, and that it almost makes Villa play worse when the two are on the same side. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, Al Ghazi's out as well. So with Young absent, Trezeguet is just back from a very very long term injury. So I wouldn't have thought he'll be chucked in from the start. So it's it's definitely a possibility that Ings comes in and, and Watkins moves slightly wider, not much wider, because they're very, very narrow you know, wingers. Um they've got uh, yeah, they haven't really got much much else they, they could do. So um yeah, he would be a, a very, very maverick differential pick for this week. Ings, Watkins is obviously the safer player, and that's where I'll be going with my transfer Watkins. <clears throat> so boring Neil. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> uh, and Burnley? Burnley, yes. Um, Cornier is still touch and go. Um, hasn't trained as of yesterday, so I would suggest that's more touch than go. I would. It's 50-50 on FPL, but Dice has historically not risked players when they've been uh, a close-run thing, so I don't think we'll see him. Uh, Barnes is still out, and Stevens and uh, Roberts are both working their way back from various illnesses. I think Stevens had COVID, but is now free of the isolation. And uh, Roberts has an, an infection which hospitalised him, but he's he's on the on the mend. Uh, Dice did say they've got one fresh COVID case, right? And we don't know who that is. They removed him uh, five or six days ago, I think it was. So there's a good chance that it hasn't spread 
Vice was very confident when he's speaking yesterday that they've they've contained it. So yeah, one case five or six days ago, and none since. That, that hopefully means uh, it isn't going to spread through through Burnley's ranks. But we don't know who that player is, and that is the case for a number of clubs, unfortunately. Well, interesting. Leeds, Manchester, no, not Manchester City. Leeds, Arsenal, next. Yes, uh, Arsenal. Uh, we've just heard from Arteta this morning. Um, nothing specific. They did say that uh, they've not had any more positive tests. Hmm. However, they're still ongoing. Um, they'll have some more this afternoon, Arteta said. And as we've seen before, anything can spring out, out of nowhere. Uh, I did mention that they've got a couple of issues in the week, injury issues, and they're going to train today and see how everyone's feeling. Now we don't, again, we don't know who that is. And we did see Martinelli come off oh, in some discomfort. Don't say that. Yeah, he, he was obviously he limped off. Now Arteta speaking after that game, straight after full time, said it was cramp. So that's hopefully the case, and and maybe Martinelli isn't one of those. What you've got to think about though is that it's less than seventy two hours between games for Arsenal and they've named an unchanged team for three games in a row. So mm. you would think there's a lot of players reaching red zone status. People like Martinelli who hasn't played for a long period and all of a sudden he's strung together three successive starts in a very short space of time. was clearly struggling physically towards the end. I'm not saying don't bring him in uh, or sell him, but there's a, an obvious risk there with someone like that who hasn't been a a regular first teamer for a while and the games are coming thick and fast. And the fact that he was, you know, he was gingerly walking from the field to play on, mm. on when was it Wednesday, um, would be a, a minor concern, of course. And they've got Smith Rowe ready and fresh waiting to come in. Um, Aubameyang's another a key line from this press conference. He's still unavailable for selection, not through injury or illness. He's just suspended because of the disciplinary breach. Mm. And we think Leno's still out as well. But of course, Ramsdale's now well assured of that number one shirt. Yep. And Leeds, um, they are still missing a whole host of players. Um, they've added two more as well onto the injury list. So um, uh, Shackleton and uh, who's the one who's just joined them? Uh, Dan James. Yeah. So both, they're starting uh, striker and right back yeah. against against Man City. That's right. Yeah. So two more, I guess, first teamers. Two more who have been playing in the first team. As we look at the absentees. So, yeah, Bamford's obviously still out. Cooper, Rodrigo, Phillips, Pascal Strout, we think, as well. Furpo's banned. So, that's another one. Oh, my God. He's reached five yellow cards. <laughs> uh, and as I see, a Shackle and the James as well. They have got Robin uh, uh, Cock back as well. Now, he's been out for quite some time, not just with COVID, but with, um, or illness with, with uh, I think, a pelvic problem as well. He's been out for seven or eight weeks. So, whether he's up to a start is, is, is another question so they really are going to be patched up against Arsenal um, and you might see some of the youngsters actually not just making the bench as they have been doing but, but starting they like to sort of Cresswell maybe at centre half yeah. maybe Gelhart up front as well um, he could be a good um, if you're playing your free hit or or something like that this week then he's obviously a decent sort of 4.5 striking option as a sub could even start given that they've got uh, Bamford out, Rodrigo out Get, uh, with um, James out as well, who's mm. been playing up top. Roberts, of course, can play that role, but he may be needed further back. So, yeah, they're um, they're badly hit even without COVID. And, I mean, they were poor against City. I mean, obviously, they lost 7-0 yeah. and, and that, but it was the basics that, that would worry me. I mean, Stone's getting three chances to, to score from that <laughs> corner, and they conceded from another corner a little bit later on. It was just... 
but I mean, but made it strange. They played brilliantly against Chelsea, like just yeah. a couple of days before. I know. Very, and with a similarly decimated squad as well, they had a number of players out for that match and just turned in absolute stinker against City. So you don't know what's going to happen on Saturday against Arsenal. No, absolutely. Uh, Wolves, Chelsea next. Yeah, uh, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea's pretty positive news actually. So the four who missed out um, with COVID tests, positive tests on uh, Thursday, are still out, um, or at least you know, uh, unless there's some kind of false positive, but they'll, they'll all almost certainly be out. Uh, and they were Lukaku, uh, Hudson Adoy, Verna, and Chilwell who was injured anyway, so they were all uh, missing. Havertz was missing as well on Thursday night, but that was precautionary because he felt ill. He's since returned negative tests, so he's back in training. Um, a couple of injury doubts, fresh injury concerns for Chelsea on top of the COVID cases in central midfield, which is a bit of a, a problem position at the moment. It's Jorginho and Loftus-Cheek. Mm. Um, Jorginho's got a recurring, I think it's a back problem, and he's playing through the pain barrier, has been doing it for a while, has been overloaded in recent weeks because they have got no real alternatives in there. Saul proven that he's not really an able deputy. Um, Saul, and... not so good, man. Yes, very good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the, in fact, did, did he come on as a false nine on uh, Thursday? I read. I didn't actually see that game. Did he? he came Earth on for a long time. I'm not sure where he... Yeah, and then Pulisic moved to left wing back, I think. Right. I'll, I'll, run, I'll run that past the, the um, Chelsea forums again, but I was watching the other two games on, on Thursday, so I'll check into that. But... Yeah, it's um, Loftus-Cheek and, and Jorginho being the starters by default in, in central yeah. field of late and have now paid the consequence because Jorginho's playing from game to game with his, with his pain. And then Loftus-Cheek, I think, landed on his ankle on Thursday and he's got pain as well. So they're doubts. Kante and Kovacic are back. Kante was on the bench, unused, I think. And Kovacic um, is out of isolation. I think he trains today for the first time. In an ideal word... Um, they'd be substitutes again, but uh, Tuchel saying this afternoon that he might have to throw them straight in for the start. I now. like his, I like his comment. If, if ever a quote threw shade on Saul, it was this. Maybe we start with Ingolo and Matteo. Would that be fair? No. Would that be possible? I don't know. But maybe we do yeah. it because who else? Yeah. <laughs> Saul's just there, like, oh, ouch, <laughs> ouch. ouch. Yeah, I think he'll be way back to Spain. Um, I think so. Maybe in January. But uh, yeah, I think that's it in terms of team news. Um, yeah, and Tuchel, uh, it pains to point that the lottery begins again tomorrow yeah. when they have another round of tests. So we, we feels, never know. It's a, it's a good analogy for all of us as FPL managers, I think, that. Yeah. The lottery. It is. Yeah. Uh, and Wolves, some fresh concerns for them. Yes. Um, two injuries, eight Nori. And so did he brought him in, eight Nori, as well. Yeah, well, he's looked really good, and Wolves' yeah. defence has been excellent. Yeah, they really are one of the low key best best defenders in the league now, and uh, he was available at such a, a nice price. Now he's out, or it seems like he's out. Same with Wang. We don't know for how long. Bruno's been very very sketchy on the details in his presser. He wasn't telling us the full picture, so I think that's why he's twenty five percent flagged. I'm not sure if he, he completely ruled him out of this one, but it, it sounds like you know, they're just assessing how long it'll be. Um, and it is such a quick turnaround between games that you, you think they wouldn't risk it. Mm. Um, two more positive tests, COVID-wise. Um, nothing from an FPL perspective that will interest folk. It'll, it's Mascara, who was already injured, and Fabio Silva, who's a, a very much backup striker. Now they are undergoing second PCR tests to ensure that they're 
you know the results were were correct but um where there's a covid at a club even if it's one or two there's always a concern that it spreads mm. but as for now it's just those two okay excellent newcastle next yep uh, newcastle no covid cases here um not so far anyway uh, fernandez and dummett were, were pre-existing injuries we added two more fitness concerns on thursday against liverpool Jamal Lewis certainly looks like he's going to miss us out on this one. He uh, picked up a hamstring strain, so even a low grade one's going to rule him out for this. Uh, so maximum, we don't know what the issue is yet. Could be muscular, could be a knock. Even Eddie Howe didn't know. The the, the um, problem with Newcastle team news is that Eddie Howe was speaking immediately after the game last night. He's not delivering a, a standalone game week 18 press conference. So what it was was just an interview we had last night, embargoed coach hello until today. So there's nothing fresh, really. It's what he knew immediately after full time last night, which is not a lot in terms of St. Maximan. Um, he he wasn't sure, as I say, if it was the, an impact of a challenge or if it was something muscular. So um, he's obviously a doubt as well. Callum Wilson was rested last night. Eddie Howe confirmed that. Um, he's done this before, I think, at Bournemouth as well with Wilson, obviously, with his history of injuries. And he's threatened a lot of rotation tomorrow. He says, well, obviously, when he cast play in Liverpool City back to back, we're going to be. Uh, a lot of time off the ball, chasing, running around, trying to uh, get some sort of semblance of possession. So I think there'll be quite a lot of rotation with that Newcastle team tomorrow or on Sunday. Sorry, you nervous? Um, well, I mean, I just written this one off anyway. Same with last <laughs> night. Anything sort of goal difference uh, that can help the goal difference would be handy, like a two 0 or a three one, as it was last night. You'd be lucky, Neil. <laughs> it's, sad, it's sad that you have to settle for that, but that's that's the sort of situation we are in. And, um, yeah, damage limitations, I think, the, mm. is the, the watchword yep. for Sunday, but absolutely no chance we're going to get anything from that. Well, I will ask you for some City news, but the press conference was cancelled. It was. Um, Pep might have COVID. He's returned an inconclusive... Uh, coronavirus test, which I'm assuming means the lateral flow was positive, and he now needs to do a PCR to confirm the result. So that's that's what's going to happen. That's why he's not in the press conference. No one's taking his place. So we're not going to get any team news, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't think Man City aren't like Arsenal or Watford or um, well Spurs, as used to be, where they put out a separate medical bulletin. Um, it's all come from Pep in the past, so we are going in blind, I think, for Sunday. Um, so we don't know the latest on Bernardo, for example, who came mm. off with um, niggles, I think it was described as, muscular niggles by Pep. Said he wasn't injured and it was just precautionary. And that is, what, five days between games. So that is pretty good turn around at this time of year. Walker wasn't fit enough to feature either. I think that's the third time he's missed out in four weeks, uh, four matches. Um, so he wasn't involved. So he's still yellow flagged. And again, no update on him. Torres was the only one we, we knew about in terms of existing injuries. He's red flagged. He'll be out for a little while. But um, yeah, I mean, there's no suggestions that any of the City players are affected by COVID yet. It's just Pep. He had gone to uh, Barcelona on Wednesday to see um, Aguero's retirement oh, press yeah. conference. So he, I'm not sure if that's where he's got it. I'm mm. not sure what the um, dormancy period is for, for COVID or how long it actually takes to manifest itself. But um, it could be that. But where, where a manager is positive, then obviously there might be a little bit of a concern that if he's in close contact with his players, then um, you know the players will follow suit. But nothing to suggest that just yet. And even if 
if it's Pep alone who gets tested positive, then that doesn't mean the game's at risk because we had that, Newcastle had that in game week 13 against Arsenal where Eddie Howe tested positive and the game went ahead. You know, there was no there was no indication or suggestion that that was going to be postponed so long as it doesn't spread to the wider players or or staff then um then currently the game's on but a lot can happen in 24 hours or 48 hours as it is and there's always the risk that we get past the deadline tomorrow and then and then one of the Sunday games gets pulled off so that's, and that's, that's the problem with the game like City v Newcastle because you want to stock up on City assets yeah. but and captain, exactly. you know, potential rival captain with Salah at, at Spurs. It's yep. just too risky. Exactly. Yep. Uh, speaking of Spurs, that's our final match um, of the week. Will Spurs play? Because they haven't played in ages. Will we finally yeah. see him on the pitch? It it seems that we're for now. I reckon this might be the... If another one is to go, this could be the one. Um, only because Liverpool have got some cases as well. And, and Spurs are waiting their way back. But Spurs are at least, you'd think, on the other side of it now, on the other side of the worst of their outbreak because they're getting players back into training. And we again, we don't know exactly who it is. Um, we know who has been absent from training. At least we did sort of whenever the last training session was, sort of 10 days ago before the training ground shut. So we knew, like, we, reports suggested that Son wasn't there, Emerson um uh, skip i think as well heiberg i think was missing so there's players like this they weren't there doesn't mean to say they were covid tests covid cases but um i think at the worst conti said there was nine players affected now a lot of those will be coming back in the training now um, because they were one of the earliest clubs to be affected by covid and a lot of them will be back on the grass certainly by sunday um, but conti is stressing this afternoon that um many of them will not be risked, or at least from the start, because they might be theoretically able to play out of isolation, but they've missed so much training. Mm. And um, not just match fitness levels, but the risk of succumbing to further injury as well. Um, uh, with the games coming thick and fast, is not is not worth taking. So uh, we didn't get names on the COVID cases. We did get uh, a mention of Region. He was had an injury. He's been training individually and he's back in team training, I think, tomorrow. So still a quick turnaround for him. Uh, his first proper training session a day before the game. So will he start or not? At least he's in contention and at least he's a name who hasn't been grouped amongst that COVID lot. Um, so he's a, a candidate for the match day squad at the very least, if you've still got him. Yep. Uh, Romero is the only one we know about in terms of injuries. He's a, a long term, a longer term one with a hamstring problem. But, Has he had his scan um, yet? Yeah. Romero, mm. he might have done, but we haven't had a Conte presser no. for quite some time. Well, that we true. wouldn't have had any results yeah. from it, so he, he didn't mention him today. Um, the bulk of the press comments was was dedicated to to COVID talk. Yep. Um, so yeah, and he was heavily in, in, implying that he's not going to take risks on even the players who are out of isolation now on Sunday. So it'll be the the core group who um, who've trained either individually or collectively over the last two weeks without a game. Nice. And Liverpool? Liverpool, yeah. Um, three cases last night. Uh, Van Dijk, uh, Fabinho and Curtis Jones. Now, Klopp hasn't completely ruled them out of Sunday yet because I think they've yet to take a PCR test. So it could still come back as a false positive. Um, but they were missing last night anyway. And, and the 25% flag reflects the fact that 
likely to miss out, but there's always a chance that it could be a false positive. And he is one of the ones who's been transparent with his with his his COVID talk, and uh, he's even promised to let us know if it, if they are put, false positives. So because he, he's urging other managers to do the same, which you know, good luck with that. Because I think um, being cynical, a lot of managers, whilst they say they're respecting um, medical confidentiality with the names, I suspect a lot of them are using it for their own nefarious means by not revealing team use information. And um, making it harder for the opposition to to predict their eleven. So, yeah, Van Dijk, Fabinho, and Jones are the ones we know about. They've got more tests this afternoon. The players haven't trained yet because it was just last night that they were in action. So, um, Klopp says they want the game to go ahead on Sunday. They're, they're very keen for that to happen. If they return another six, seven, eight this afternoon, he said, then obviously that won't be the case. But as things stand, uh, it's going ahead. Injury wise. Nothing new from last night that we've heard of. Firmino came back as a sub. So he's now an option up top. Um, Origi was still missing with a knee problem. And Harvey Elliott is still out uh, longer term. But um, injury-wise, they're getting a lot of their names back. It's just obviously that trio of ill players now. Yeah. He said two of them were going to start as well, didn't they? Assuming that's Fabinho and Van Dyke. And Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. I, Curtis Jones was just back from a, a long period out himself with, a, with an eye injury. So he would have been on the bench at best, you know. Excellent. So that's the five games uh, rounded up. Uh, just again to mention, if you're interested in any more sort of the latest stuff on, on COVID that Neil and Tom are, are doing, there's a link in the description of this video. Uh, it's the team news tab on fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. And yeah, that's where all the latest sort of COVID news is. Um, yeah, just any any other news for us, Neil, on, on any anything related to COVID before we, before we finish? I mean, I can give you sort of a brief roundup of what's happened with the other 10 if you want. Um, obviously, oh it's not going to have any impact on, on Game Week 18, but it, it, it's if you're thinking about saving transfers for 19, not that I suggest anyone does that, because you just do not know what's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, the 10 who are not in action this week. Uh, Brentford, their game against Alton was called off because um, Thomas Frank, in the middle of his press conference, found out that Brentford had 13 positive cases. I think he got a call whilst he was speaking to the media to tell him that he had um, over or a big a dozen of Sorry, my positive cases. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I seamlessly, what a pro I am, just kept, kept on talking. Oh, beautiful. Um, I, had no, I had no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't just players, I should say. It was players and staff amongst that 13. Um, he did say that Tony and Pinnock were back, so they had their flags have come off, but of course their game's off now. Uh, Brighton's game's off as well against Manchester United. Um uh, that's because of Man United's issues. Brighton themselves had a um, whole lot of, of injuries and illnesses going into to game week uh, 18. Um, uh, Duffy would be, is now free of suspension, but uh, Basuma is now banned after picking up his fifth yellow card. Uh, Veltman pulled his hammy late in the game on Tuesday, so he's a fresh doubt. Uh, Dunk is already out. Uh, Somiento was already out. Welbeck was already out. And then they had... Um, a number of players missing out on Tuesday. The most high profile was obviously uh, Neil Morpay, who we think is obviously affected by COVID. But again, they're not in action in game week 18. Um, going down the list, Burnley are playing, Chelsea are playing Palace. Uh, their game's off. And no known new cases or known cases in their squad. So I think all's quiet on that front. Everton's game's off. Uh, on, in game week 18 as well, 
they had four unexpected absentees last night. Damari Gray, again, being the, the, the most high profile of them, Rondon, Delphin and Tosin as well. Um, but their game was initially called off because of Leicester. So um, uh, there's a chance for Everton to get worse, I think. Mm. Leicester themselves um, were due to play Spurs last night and that was called off. Um, they had uh, a number of players absent for a good week, actually, already. Um, I think eight in total, uh, only one of which Amati was was due back last night. Um, but that game was subsequently called off. And um, we the likes of Vestigar, Luckman, Perez, Iannaccio are amongst the, the seven who were confirmed as being ill. Not uh, not necessarily um, officially confirmed as having COVID, but, you know, putting the two and two together. And those are amongst the players. So they're all uh, still affected by COVID. Um, United. Happy, happy little update yeah. this deal. Sorry, happy little update this, isn't it? Yeah, this, what, a, <laughs> what a torrent of misery this oh, is. No. Um, United. I mean, they were they seem to be pretty badly hit. We don't know exactly who who was affected, um, but their game against Brighton was the first to be postponed of game week eighteen. Um, they are they were at the sort of at the apex of their uh, outbreak, I think earlier this week, so that would still put Game Week 19 in doubt on Box... Oh, is it 27th? I'm on the 27th. I might give them an extra day. But um, given that it was it was sort of hitting the worst around about the... What would that be? The 14th, the 13th, the 14th of December? Then 10 days after that, then that sort of, yeah, still an element of doubt. I think Ronaldo wasn't pitched arriving at Carrington, so there's a maybe a slight concern about him. We, we definitely aren't in the, in the realms of rumour now, though, in terms of who's, who's missing out, because we've heard nothing from United on who's who's affected. Norwich, their game's off, of course, this weekend uh, against West Ham. They had four players missing uh, from Tuesday, and they were Rupp, Lise Malou, uh, Solis, and Sargent. And um, they are their game's subsequently called off. I don't know if it's got any worse because of that. Um, Southampton, again, their game was called off with Brentford, um, not because of them, but because of uh, the Bees. So nothing that we know of from the Saints. Um, Watford had an insufficient number of first-team players, according to a statement, to play against Burnley. That was Tuesday. a surprise, that was, wasn't it? Two hours yeah, before. That was before yeah, let, 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 yeah, two and a half hours before kickoff. So that was Tuesday, which was the 14th. Again, 10 days' time, Christmas Eve. Puts game week 19 maybe in, in, in some doubt as well. Um what you would say is that um, if you're playing the longer-term game and you've got the op- opportunity to bench the likes of King or Dennis, they are one of the clubs who potentially could get a triple game week 21 um, because there's two free me weeks in game week 21 because there's like a fortnight between deadlines and they're not in Carabao Cup semi-final action and no other wow. opponents. So it's possible, but that's, of course... Operate under the assumption that everything gets back to normal yeah. very quickly, and it, it doesn't look that way. But anyway, that's something to think about. West Ham, their game, of course, was uh, postponed against Norwich for Norwich's purposes. Um, I don't think there's anything within the West Ham squad to worry about per se, but a lot can change, I think, in between now and, and Boxing Day. So um, I personally, I'm not, I'm not playing any sort of longer-term games. I'm, I'm just looking at sort of week to week now and yeah. getting 11 out and. Um, because I don't think we've seen the end of this, uh, you know, and, and I think on my transfers this week are going to be targeting players who 
not just have uh, a fixture this weekend, but have an early fixture and who could potentially be in action on Boxing Day. Lego, uh, quite in the direction of Lego Man, his Twitter, Twitter page, he's got a graph where he's drawn up um, next three opponents uh, and made it colour-coded. And Villa's next three are all against teams who are playing this weekend, so they haven't had a big COVID outbreak. So, you know, <laughs> if you're being optimistic, mm. then Watkins could be a hold for the next three um and is, but you know i mean if we went into the realms of, of guessing games now and or you, you could argue know, that come. spurs have had theirs and yeah i suppose so i suppose you know, so might, yeah might that... be, be better off in a few weeks that's true yeah that's very true yeah you could look at it that way but yeah in terms of longer term strategy everything's now absolutely yeah. kaput i feel sorry for people who've held their wild card as well i was because... about to say i was about to say yeah. that is a real dilemma what to do with that you've been so patient and you would have had a great chance to make ground on people because obviously AFCON's coming up and fixture swings for certain clubs and, and now you just do not know what to do with it. I'm guessing you hold now for for 19 or 20 and hoping there's some kind of clarity, but but then you might miss out on losing it altogether yeah. if we get a suspension. Oh, God, you really are full of joy, aren't you, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologise. Yeah. Apologies for my dog as well. My dog stole the spotlight a bit. Um, he really doesn't like the door going. It's like he just absolutely goes crazy for it so weirdly i think this is well, like a bit the... of levity there it makes the, it makes the mood, <laughs> yeah. well we had your your freezing at the start my dog going crazy it's just that kind of for the final video of the week and going into this weekend i think it's pretty it's pretty apt um but neil that's amazing comprehensive as ever uh hopefully we'll be back next week and the league doesn't get postponed you never know what's going to happen at the moment things are still going ahead and you know we can only kind of work with what we've got and what we know which is everything you've been talking about so good luck to everyone this week hopefully you can all get a team out and yeah we'll see we'll see what happens